Did You Have To is a proud member of the But Why Though podcast community. Welcome back to Did You Have To, the podcast where we look at your favorite animes, live action adaptations, or bad adaptations. As always, I'm Kate. And I'm Nisha. And yeah, thanks guys for coming back for another episode. We're pretty excited for having potential new listeners. So even though we got those new listeners through guilted means, or I don't know if that's the right <laughs> term. Uh, <laughs> uh, through... Uh... I don't want to say guilted means, but bribery? maybe... Yeah, bribery. Okay. There we go. Because if you guys did not see the news <laughs> on Twitter, we made a bet, basically, that we would... If we if you got us to 125 followers on Twitter, that we would finally watch Death Note. Mm-hmm. And y'all exceeded that, and as of right now, we're at 133. So thank you so yep. much for wanting and to have And it happened in, like, two days. <laughs> So, like, yeah. y'all really wanted us to watch some Death they Note. They really do. But guess what? We didn't watch it this time. <laughs> so we watched Blood, The Last Vampire, but we will be watching Death Note soon. I just felt like we should have, like, get the welcome out of the way. We're happy to have new people in the community. And we look exci- we're excited for y'all to listen to us suffer through Death Note. Oh, yeah. Yep. But if you get to 200 followers, we'll do a live commentary. On the train. Oh, yes. Uh, um, so you can hear all of that pain, not just our tweets. Pain, us drinking, like, lots. Oh, I'm gonna be really drunk, Nisha. I'm gonna be honest. I, 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 need- <laughs> I mean, I can tell them the drink name, or do you think I should save it? Uh, let's save okay. it. Because I'm excited about it. I, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I will open the floor up with one of our treats from one of our new followers. Um, Rosalind Mossis by Spooky. Uh, let me see what her ad is. It, or, it is at, or they, I don't know what you identify as, Rosalind. Um, at Rosalind Mossis. So I asked on Twitter if you guys could share your opinions with either the source or the live adaptation. And here's what Rosalind says. The live action adaptation was pretty good, both as an adaptation of the anime and as a good horror slash action movie. Though it was marred by hammy CGI, but it's not a deal breaker for me. Though it was very distracting having well-known British soap opera villain slash unlikely sitcom star Larry Lamb playing an American general, I don't know who that person was, would be interesting to know if he was convincing for Americans because I thought he pulled it off quite well. All right. Thanks, Rosalind. Thanks, Rosalind. You've given us a lot to talk about and pretty much mapped out this episode. Um, Well, first off, to answer that one question, I thought that guy's accent was just a little weird. Like, yeah, I didn't know he was British putting on if that was supposed to be an American accent. Yeah, it was really weird. And I actually don't just feel that with him. I feel like I felt that with a lot of Mm -hmm. them. But like with the other dudes, it could have just been me really wanting them to be British because I just saw the Watchers and Buffy and who they were. Um, Uh, But like specifically with the generals, I guess like knowing that he was working like at presenting an accent kind of makes me understand why his delivery of the lines Mm -hmm. were kind of slow sometimes and like not really paced well. Like how like I guess a natural American accent person would speak. Yeah. I don't know if that's a thing, but like he, he, you know, if I tried to do a French accent, I would be very off on my pacing and mm-hmm. probably very, very insulting. Not that he was insulting, but yeah, no. I would be if I did another Not one. <laughs> on, like since American accent is so broad, like American, oh, is yeah. like, there's not like one way to sound American. Um, Pretty much. So it's kind of like one of those things. Is like I just assumed a like white dude, government worker, 
I yeah. guess y'all are there's from also, America. Now that you say that, there's also not even like one way to sound southern or northeastern or, mm-hmm. or western. Oh sure. Like there were that's crazy. I'm sure I sound weird to y'all. I mean, like apparently this is a midwestern accent. I don't know. <laughs> I do, I mean I, I live in Chicago land, so like I hear like a plethora <laughs> of accents every day. When I get angry, I apparently get a Spanish accent, even though I don't speak that language fluently. Hmm. Um, and then when I get excited, I get very, very Southern. Ah, well, same here. You know, when I, get, <laughs> like, when I get very excited, my twang comes out because most of my family yep. is from the South. Like, like, yeah, a good portion of my yeah. family is like born and raised in the South. So sometimes like the y'all I say is natural. That's not forced. <laughs> Just same as a, as a reminder. Um, but yeah, yeah, so here's a brief synopsis of the movie. Um, on the surface, Saya is a stunning 16-year-old girl, but that youthful exterior hides the tormented soul of a 400-year-old halfling. Born to a human father and a vampire mother, she has for centuries been a loner, obsessed with using her samurai skills to rid the world of vampires, all the while knowing that she herself can survive only on blood like those she hunts. And yeah. Yeah, I love, I just want to say it right now. Mm-hmm. I loved Saya. I want more of her. We needed more Saya in this movie. I'm just going to say that right yes. back. Um, we didn't need Alice. Mm-mm. I'm just going to. No. Alice is really just there to move things along. And she serves no real purpose, no offense to anyone yeah. that loved her. She's like, she's kind of uh Okay, actually, this is a great analogy. Sh- this Alice is just like the Alice in the first Resident Evil movie. Mm-hmm. She's just there to get things explained to, mm-hmm. and so she is essentially the audience coming into this movie. Yes. Like everything that happens with her, it's all exposition. Mm-hmm. It's all giving you the lore and the information, just like Mila Jovovich in the Resident Evil movie. Bam, and it's relevant because the kendo teacher was the guy that got cubed in Resident Evil. It's all so connected. it is all yep. connected, and no, for sure. And I mean, like, so if she serves any purpose, it is so that audience people are not lost. I do wish yeah. I had the chance, like, I had more time to have watched like the anime that this is based off yeah. of. Because fun fact, um, there's also another. There's a spinoff from the anime that is Blood Plus. And I think when I first saw this live action, I was introduced to Blood Plus first. So then mm-hmm. that's where all the, I was so confused. I'm like, wait, her name's Saya, but she's not like that <laughs> Saya. But then you realize it's just like it's an alternate reality where they actually make Saya like a real 16-year-old girl who is like yeah. still a vampire and everything, but like she has no idea who she is. And like, I really love that anime. It's very good. Although very terrible. Oh, I love Blood. Yeah. I love Blood Plus. Uh, Blood Plus. Yeah. It just, yeah it's, that, that, I'm the same way. That was, that's what I was exposed to. Yeah. So I mean like, if they want to make a live action of that one also, I'm here for it. Um, get that same girl to play Saya and oh, yeah. you're good. Um, yep. And then is so question because mm-hmm. I know you looked it up. Blood C is Blood C the same thing as Blood the Last? Because there's Blood C, Blood Plus, and Blood the Last Vampire, or is Blood C just an entirely different franchise? I'm pretty so that's where I was confused too, and like I kind of looked it up where it's like Blood C, I believe it's it's still Saya, but I also think that's like a different one too. Okay, so, so just oh, okay, I, I see what that's they did the manga. there. I mean, like there's like yeah, like she like it's the same thing. She's seemingly a normal girl, 
called upon to protect her village from strange monsters. Like, yeah. And I mean, that one's an anime, too. So, I mean, if anything, there's been a bunch of spinoffs. But the original, like, original, original one is this. It's Blood the Last Vampire. That anime is the one that has spun off the other two. Gotcha. Okay, cool. That's really good to know. Yeah. Which also makes sense why that one has live action. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think Blood Seed, there's like a few similarities with Blood Plus and Blood Seed. As far as okay. like, you know, the story and yeah. Her. Yeah. I need to just like well, keep <laughs> it's not the well, season. It's, it's it, it, yeah, it was like, it's the holidays, Nisha. It's... <laughs> It is time for all the vampires. It is time for all the vampires. It's the time when I can watch all the spooky things, and that's why we chose this this movie to kick it yes. off. Um, so yeah, let's get into this recap. Um, where do we start? Okay, so pretty much it opens up with you know some dialogue on the screen. It's fine. If you paid attention, it comes back into play later. Um, yep. We now are on a train in Japan at. Saya's on the train with another man. This man's sweating bullets. Like, he looks mm-hmm. shit-eyed, and he looks nervous as hell. And there's just, like, a... Like, the actress, I just really admire, like, the emotion. Like, she's able to, like, just hold this glare for oh, so yeah. long. She looks so intense because, Scary. like... It, it's really weird because like when you look at her especially when you look at pictures so um, actually uh, so the actress who plays Saya is Jun Ji Hyun, uh, Hyun. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a South Korean actress so she's actually not Japanese oh. um, and um, she's credited as Gianna Jun mm-hmm. um, she looks like, like she's just looks really young and of course like in this movie this was a while back mm-hmm. and she's playing a 16 year old so she's supposed to look that way but there's something that she like you said in that glare and in that gaze she just looks so intense like mm-hmm. you know she's seen some shit oh yeah for like, sure like the emotion, <laughs> the emotion behind her eyes are low and it's yes. pretty powerful and I'm just like you really, I really admire that as like we've gone through all these live action so far it's just that a lot can be done with just looking with just looks like a lot can be said without having to say words yep for characters um so yeah she like basically has her eyes on the nervous man on the train like this again it's just funny how their nervous this man is eventually he just bolts up and runs and screams <laughs> and he like it's like that was hilarious and then he like she goes after him he ripped out a hole. <laughs> oh, sorry. Also, this is taking place in 1970. Yes. Um, so he ripped Which out- was weird to figure out. And, like, they do it with, like, this weird-ass, like, yellow filter on yeah. the screen. Yeah. If you missed the year, like, the bumper that said the year, because it was quick, you were like, what fucking year is this? And then, like, oh, sure enough, yellow filter to represent the 70s. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. But so he 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 wants to risk it all, and he charges at her with the pole he ripped out, and she slices him in half with ease, like butter. Like it was easy. Yep. And that just was nothing. It was like, I like so. This is like a super weird thing. I watch a lot of gory stuff. I love mm-hmm. sword fights. I love when they do that, like, where they zoom in on the person that just got sliced, mm-hmm. and then you slowly realize that they were sliced. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite shots mm-hmm. in like horror, action, anything. I love those shots. Is it a little tropey and cheesy? Yes. Is it great and effective? Also, yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> but then, like, that's 
but yeah, that's a great thing about it is that I like that kind of stuff too, when it, especially when it comes to anime. Like, it's always great when it's an anime, but then when you take it from anime to the screen, uh, it's just like, it's interesting to see how they'll do it. Like, if they'll actually go there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's like less than the first three minutes, and we're introduced to Sai that way. So then she gets off the train, and the men, the men in black, I'm just going to call them that, whatever, the council is their actual name. Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't know. I think it's the council. It is the which, council. So, okay, uh-huh. which is why I was at right. I was like, this man is Giles and all of y'all, <laughs> all those other useless men who are also the Watchers. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's Buffy. Yes, pretty I much. I wanted them to all be British. They're not, but I wanted them to be so badly to fit with it. Maybe they should have just made them British, but they didn't. Um, so yeah, the council shows up. They go in the like the one asshole or agent asshole goes on the train. Or sorry, his name is Luke. Whatever. Um, he, goes, <laughs> he goes on the train and he's like, "It's a human. She killed a human." I'm like, "Okay, that doesn't make sense. Because why would she kill a human? And why would a human go like freak out like that? You dumbass." Yeah. So I'm like, "You're just mad because you don't like her, and I feel like you're being a little racist." I'm just gonna say yep. it because he came yep. up that way. Um, and I don't think he liked that she is a vampire working with them and everything. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, and I think that has, so I think that we kind of see this in two ways. So you see when she, you'll get to that point, but there's a part later on that I'm sure you're going to cover where she's obviously doesn't fit in and is different. And I think this highlights that she is also like that here Mm -hmm. for multiple reasons. Um, So I think that's what they're trying to do. And I hated that dude from the moment he put his, hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he definitely reminded me of that guy, Inspector Detective Director Gadget from yes. Speed, Speed Racer, and I, I'm too lazy to look up and see if that's him, but he definitely yeah. reminded me of him. Um, so yeah, so this is where we find out that size like, ugh, these are like bottom feeders. I'm I'm only looking for the Onigen. Um, yeah, and that's and like, hey, yeah, no, that makes sense because you know things will be revealed later, but she's got a thing against the Onigen, um, mm-hmm. and her. Her boss was it Charles Michael? Michael. Michael. Michael's like the guy who's in charge of the council, um, and he like I guess he's kind of like a father figure to Saya. They seem to have some kind of bond where she at least respects him more than everybody else. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, so he's like, well, we might have a lead. Like there's some more there's some activity going on here. Blah blah blah. Um, so now. I'm skipping like little things. Eventually, she ends up having to go to a school. She gets tricked. Yes. They said like you're going to a military, school. a military, um, like a um, mm-hmm. um a military, military base school. There's a specific name for it, no. but yeah, a school on a military base. Yes, that and that is important to note. Um, but and here's my question: I know about costumes and everything, and like trying to be authentic with the source. But if they were sending her to be undercover somewhere, why would they make her stick out more by putting her in a Japanese schoolgirl uniform? Right. When all the other kids are dressed in casual clothes, if, if the point if the point is that y'all want her to blend in, this is not how you blend in. Also, no. everyone at that school is racist. Yes. Like everyone. Yes. Like straight I, up racist. I could like, not get over. I could not get over them. Like what? The, I was just trying to think. Like what the fuck do y'all have against Japanese people in 1970? Yeah. Because I'm like uh, World War Two was over by then. But then I was like, oh, I gotta go do some history. So, yeah, Vietnam and yeah. them not being able to distinguish any type of Asian yep. 
oh, from other Asians and yeah. lumping them all together, which is like, oh my god, I cringe so hard when mm-hmm. that girl did that Asian that like I'm at, like bunny ear quotes here, Asian accent oh my um, god. when Saya got asked a question. Like I want her to reach through the screen and punch her. I did too. I was just like, I can't wait for you to die. I just, I can't mm-hmm. wait. I was, I was waiting for that one to happen. Um, but yeah, and that, to your point, yeah, that was my thought too. Like after I did some research, I'm like, oh yeah, this is go- that war is going on around that time. People are hella racist. They think every Asian person is the same person. Mm-hmm. Which, oh my god, I just, ugh, like, ugh. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have to like that. It's it's bad. It's bad. History, children. History, history is very bad. History is very. It does not look good on some people. But anyway. Nope. So so she infiltrates the school. They've made up a whole identity and everything. She starts going to school there. Um, again, to my point, she sticks out like a sore freaking thumb because of the schoolgirl uniform. At least that's my point. Just saying. They could have tried to, like, let her blend in more by letting her wear casual clothes. But I get it. Source material. Um, which, it looks pretty good to the source. Like, to the anime. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And and that was the other thing, too. So, like, when it came to her schoolgirl uniform, I was just immensely happy that they didn't shorten the skirt oh, yeah. and make it sexy. Because I was kind of certain they were going to do that. Because, like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty much an American movie. Or it's made for English-speaking audiences. Mm-hmm. And that, like, the feta- the the fetishizing of Asian women, specifically in schoolgirl outfits, is really freaking high. And so the fact that they did keep it as, like, a long skirt, Mm -hmm. I was actually... That that made me appreciate it. It was still really weird. And, Mm -hmm. like, that's not how you go undercover unless they were like, oh, well, she's an Asian... An Asian girl on a military base that is majority white people. She's going to stick out anyway. Might as well lean into it. But... <laughs> no, but, but yeah, I mean, that was the only thing because I, I do think in I think in the anime her skirt's a little shorter. This goes past her knees. Yeah, which again I do appreciate also because I will say what I liked about this movie is that it did not try to sell sex. Yes, and I I was really happy about that. Mm-hmm. Which again, a movie that is primarily focused on female characters, there was no like trying to sell sex with any yeah. of, the, of the focused characters, which no, is shocking. Mm-hmm, exactly. And there was, like, one romance point, but it was super innocent. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't really anything. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. Very fleeting. Or, like, um, I got... She wasn't... It was a piece of her story, not her entire story. Mm-hmm. And it was a super small piece. So, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, which I really appreciated. Um, I do, too. Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. I forgot to mention Alice. So, before I get <laughs> to the school, we're introduced to Alice, who is the daughter of the head general of the military base. She's spoiled. She's mad because her dad is always busy, so she snuck out with his car. You can tell there's some friction yeah, um, mm-hmm. she's rebellious. It's, the it's 70s. such a weird ass conversation too. Yeah. Like it is just like she, I feel like she just, like she just sounds bratty. Like mm-hmm. she's like irrationally angry at what her dad is telling her to do. Exactly. I mean, like, and it's not things that I don't think are out of the question. I just think she they, they really want to get across the fact that she's a rebellious teenager in the 70s. Yeah. Because she wants to go do the hippie shake. I'm like, what the fuck is the hippie oh, shake? Oh, God. I still yeah, that was that weird. Is. I don't either. It was before our time, Nisha. Let's just say that. I don't even know if it was anybody's time. That just doesn't sound <laughs> like a thing. Um, so, yeah. So, we see that. 
Um, Allison and Cy are in the same class. Um, we already talked about how Cy gets called on. That's where there's these two racist white girls in the class who are, like, really picking on Saya. Um, Alice kind of takes some of the heat off of Saya and answers mm-hmm. the teacher's question. And now answer their question. She's one of the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that is what's, that's what's established there. Um, and that, they have some kind of discussion about evil and good in Christianity. And I was like, what kind of school mm-hmm. is this? If y'all I'm like, what are you talking about? And then you realize that it's really about Frankenstein. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, this is a very weird way to go about that, but okay. Very much so. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, that happens. And then, uh, and it, it's kind of like trying to give some kind of foreshadowing, I guess, to Sia's background in a way. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so now we go to, what class were they in? Um, what's it called? Dang it, dang it, dang it. Kendo? Kendo, yes, thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah, so now they're in Kendo, she's in her Kendo class, Kendo practice. Um, Alice is on the Kendo team. Sai is off somewhere investigating, doing her job, like a, like she's supposed to be. Um, and Alice is then told by the instructor pal, also a coach, to hang back because the spoiled, mean, racist white girl told them that she's holding back the team. Mm-hmm. Um, wink, wink. Um, so they said, like, oh, I'll stand back and I'll practice with her, Mr. Powell. And the other one's like, and I'll be the referee. I'm like, well, this is a fucking setup. And Mr. Powell's an asshole. And he's just like, yep, you have to stand back. Think of the team. Blah, blah, blah. Um, stays back. These two girls go grab actual swords, start swinging them around, talking about how we really didn't want to kill you, but we couldn't stop, or what? We, we didn't want, we tried to ignore you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. It and was weird. Know, very weird. And then you realize, first, it's like, if, like, my first time watching this, I thought, like, these are just some crazy-ass bullies. And then you realize, oh, wait, no, they're vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they are trying to kill Alice because she annoyed them. Like, I, like that's, I, I was, I really don't get the motive of why they had to kill, why they wanted to kill her so badly. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just like, why are you all doing this? What, like, don't you want to hide yourself? But then I guess later on it realizes, like, kind of everybody there's one, so maybe mm-hmm. not. You don't I don't know. know. It's, so, like, that whole... Every storyline or piece that isn't Saya is not handled very well. Not at all. And it's, again, <laughs> I think that, like you said earlier, it's to so help the audience to, like, yeah. understand. But at the same time, it's like, I don't see what's the big deal about Alice until it's like, oh, because Alice knows things, they try to kill her. But I'm like, I just feel like this is a lot of trouble that y'all could have avoided if you had just left Alice alone. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. Um, so anyways, Saya busts in. She saves Alice, yanks her out, tells her to leave. Saya goes back in, kills the asses. Like, mm-hmm. it is therapeutic to see a racist vampire get its head It really off. is. And in, like, in... Okay, so I have... I have some issues with the larger fight scenes. I think that they do mm-hmm. way too many cuts. Yeah. Um, so, like, if you think, like, it's not this bad, but, like, think the Catwoman basketball scene where Ooh, it's just uh. cut after cut after cut after cut because they can't do a continuous shot. We don't um, speak of that movie. 
<laughs> Sorry. Mm. Um, but this one I actually thought was hand was done really, really well because I think that it just stuck to like um I I don't know Kendo, so I could be wrong. This is all based on the anime watching that I have done that involves dojos. Um, Mm -hmm. Just everything was pretty much on the ground, one-on-one, like that type of stuff. And I think they were able to do more continuous action shots without a lot of cuts. But it was really well done. Like, Saya looks like a badass. And you're right. It was hella therapeutic to watch some racist vampires get cut up. Oh, yeah. For sure. So, Alice being nosy, she goes and decides she wants to get a peek of what's going on through the vents. And she sees everything. And also sees a flying head come right at her face that's been chopped off. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So, Alice, you did this to yourself. You should just mind your own damn business and stop being nosy like the fucking Scooby gang. It's her own fault for being nosy. Um, for getting dragged into this so Alice goes and runs to tell her dad what she saw Um, she's freaking out like he listens to her which I found was weird like usually people don't want to listen to stuff like that yeah that was the weird thing so that was like the other thing I guess when it comes to like threads not really connecting outside of Saya's I'm like you were just fighting because you can't get your daughter to behave but she's gonna talk about the the new student cutting people up and you're gonna be like oh yeah I'll investigate this yeah maybe he just like really loves and trusts his daughter I guess I mean (sighs) I I mean and I guess he can't ignore something that's going on in his face so that's why he acted so quickly so I guess. they show up to investigate. Um, it turns out that everything is gone. It's all clean. They can't tell. But then Alice can tell because Alice is nosy. And she mm-hmm. sees things. Oh, they cleaned it up. It's still wet. But Alice, shut up. Stop. Yeah, it just stop. Things for your own You're making safety. this harder for yourself. Very. Um, so, yeah. And this leads to, like, they stop it when they arrive. They just got there when the council guys were leaving. The council cleaners were leaving from the gy- the gym. Um, and then this is where, like, they're like, oh, we're CIA, blah, blah, blah. Like, we're investigating. Which I'm like, oh, this doesn't make sense at all. Like, y'all are hiding shit now for real, and you're doing a terrible job at it. Yeah. Um, because, I don't know, uh, I, my, I glazed over because I was just like, I think, that, I think they've always thought that just saying they're CIA yeah. would be enough to, like, stop asking questions. I mean, it, yeah, it, I mean... I connected this movie to so many other shows. All I thought of is how the boys in Supernatural just, like, put on their, like, ill-fitted yeah. suits and use their, like, hodgepodge rock star names or, like, mm-hmm. uh, like, oh, my God, um, uh, Mick Bowie. Here, I'm FBI. I'm a Texas Ranch. Maybe it'll just work, and it always does. Insurance people yep. everything and that's that, that's always that, that's what i thought about when mm-hmm. when they did that i'm like uh I, that, that doesn't make sense but okay yeah not at all so the general suspicious alice is like still yelling up at her head like no you gotta believe me this is like what it is and like there's more to it so then they're like at home having this discussion and he's like alice just go to your room i'll take care of it alice doesn't listen which, at this point, I'm like, whenever adult an adult in a horror movie says, like, I'll take care of it, you know shit ain't gonna get done. Um, so Alice then takes things into her own hands and steals her dad's Jeep to go <laughs> look for her teacher. 
um, which, the instructors. Which is also just so weird. Very, very weird. Very, very weird. And yeah, so she drives off base by herself, no protection, and goes looking for her instructor, um, Instructor Powell, at a bar. And which, like, why? So. It hurt my head because I'm just like, you just saw some girl cut up some other girls mm-hmm. who were obviously not human. Why mm-hmm. are you going after this? You should just leave it alone. You should yeah. just leave it alone and say you didn't see shit. Um, but anyways, she's nosy and she goes and investigates more. And this is where the teacher kind of like, he just blank like, I don't know why I recap the discussion they had because, it's, again, it's convoluted. It's and so convoluted and so out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. He's talking about, you have no idea about the war that's going on. She thinks she's talking about the Vietnam War when he's actually talking about the war between the vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then we get our first Alice in Wonderland reference here. Oh, God. So, <laughs> so many of them. Very, very many of them. Which turns out, everyone in the freaking club, a vampire. Yep. And that freaks Alice out, which, again, I just want to note, why is it so hard for all of them to catch one girl? Yeah, and, like, a human girl who a is, like, girl. just nosy and screams very loudly. Like, and running in platforms. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Also, like, if I was in a movie... I would, my only superpowers would be being nosy and screaming very loudly. They're going to catch me very easily. Mm-hmm. Which is Alice. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's basically all she did was scream and run and scream and run. And be where she's not supposed to. Yep, all the time. So eventually all that screaming and running, and she runs for a while, they still don't catch her. Don't know how. Um, Sorry, it's not that I wanted Alice to die. I just needed them to, like, move this story along. Yeah. So, like, there Alice? was, like, it was, it borderline turned into Alice's story, which was, like, why? Yeah, yeah it did. It did. Um, it felt like Saya was more of a background character mm-hmm. for this half that movie. Um, so yeah, eventually all this running around, she but Saya comes through, and this uh, fight scenes in the rain, and it's a horde of vampires. Oh yeah, Chef's Kiss. It is beautiful. It is just like the fight choreography for this immaculate. I mm-hmm. love everything about it because we didn't just see her using the sword; we saw her like using like her entire body yeah, with her, the sword. And the entire environment. And, like, honestly, mm-hmm. like, they did it a whole bunch, and it was kind of cheesy, but I also really loved it, where she, like, kicks the sword up with her, like, she kicks her leg mm-hmm. back, and it pushes the sword out of its sheath. Yeah. Like, that was super cool, and they did it a lot, and I don't care, because it was cool. Um, I, I liked it. So, I do think, so there were, like, a couple things I noticed in this fight, but it's really small, Right, mm-hmm. like it, they're like really nitpicky things, and it's only because I like martial arts movies are some of my favorite things. So like they cut, there were too many cuts for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I want to know why she was wearing pantyhose. I don't know if you what noticed, she? but she's wearing pantyhose. Yeah. So I'm thinking that. she had a. I, I'm thinking it was her stunt guy, and it was actually a guy. Um, uh, there were a couple of moments where I was hanging out of the fight because of that. But um, on the flip side. Um, there are moments too where you can tell it is that actress and it is Saya. I'm like, this is great. Like, like the moment she starts fighting it, it's just that one-on-one scene really quickly. I'm like, this is so good. And mm-hmm. then there's a whole bunch of impaling and her throwing people through things and her using carts to like hurt people. And like, um, 
crowd control. That's what was really mm-hmm. cool. So, like, and we've watched a few movies now that have um, one versus many mm-hmm. um, fight scenes. Um, Blade of the Immortal, I don't know. Like, one of the things I hate in movies is when you have a gang of people surrounded surrounding one person and they just wait for their turn to go fight. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, y'all are going to jump on them. Rhodey Kenshin did it really well because it showed him using crowd control. Blade of the Immortal was one by one. Here, they showed it where Saya was actually using pieces of the environment to actually block people off as she was fighting. So mm-hmm. I really, really appreciated like that really small detail of the choreography. Oh, for sure. And I agree, because, again, it showcases Saya's fighting intelligence. Yeah. Like, oh, just yeah. the... Because you've, you've been alive for 400 years. You know a thing or two about fighting and fighting all these vampires. And it just... It, it, it's appreciated. It's the little things, but it's so appreciated. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, after she basically kills all the vampires... Instructor Pile comes out. She's in tra- this weird ass transformation. This this like is a, the worst part of the movie. It's like imagine if a demon did a Sailor Moon transformation. Oh yes, it was totally a magical girl transformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then ugh, he ahead. turns from this big dude into this small demon thing. Mm-hmm. Like right, like that height was tiny, right? Like it. I guess it's supposed to be frightening and scary, but like it looked like a, a werewolf and a gargoyle. gargoyle. But yeah. it, I guess that's what the vampires are supposed to look like in this movie. Um, and he just like just transforms and he snatches Alice. Which again, at this point, we're just like you could have killed Alice. Yeah. Why is Alice so important? Yeah. Like what? What about her does Saya see that makes her immediately start protecting her? Unless it's just that whole like she's fighting the demon. Because see, and that's the thing that I, that doesn't really make it clear. Like. No, I guess it does. Her motive isn't to protect humanity. Her motive is to get the Onigen. Exactly. Which, again, maybe it's because, and I say this only because she shows some kind of humanity. I mean, well, no. First off, Saya is half human. So she yes. does have a soul. So yeah. she, can still have, she still has the capacity to have emotions and have empathy for people. Yeah. So I don't think she's completely removed yeah. from mankind. I do think, however, her one desire, like, if she had to choose between protecting Alice and killing the Onijin, I don't think she would have chosen Alice. I think yeah. it's just because in that moment, she does not want at harm to come to a human. I don't yeah. think there's anything That's special true. about Alice. Um, but I think this is where it gets confusing in the plot, because we're like, what's so special about this girl? And it's not about Saya chasing them down to yeah. save Alice. It's because, like, the demons could have been, should have just tried to kill her mm-hmm. instead of trying to take her away. Yeah. No, that that is entirely right. Yeah. So they this leads to, like, another fight chase scene where the demon's like basically running across the buildings and hopping around everywhere. Saya's going right after him and everything. And kudos to Saya because she's doing all of this in loafers. Which yes. I can imagine is not easy. <laughs> and so yeah. She's all I was all thinking about was like that chafing that happens at like the back of oh, your foot when yeah. you wear loafers. <laughs> yes. I hate that so much. Um, and she eventually catches him and... <laughs> 
<laughs> he gets Alice back, but uh, how would you how would you describe his escape? <laughs> it was a cannonball. He cannonballed <laughs> off the damn roof and then flew away. And it's like the funny thing is like it's not until the last minute you think he's gonna fly. Cause I'm just yeah, like, oh, I think he'll keep falling. Why, why, are you, why did you just cannonball off that, dude? And he literally tucked himself into a box yes. and jumped. I'm like, was that necessary? No. Doesn't that make it not. harder for you to, like, wouldn't you just, like, take a running jump and glide? Like, mm-hmm. and, and I, I would like to shake the hand of the person who said, you know what would be awesome in this scene? <laughs> a cannonball off the roof. I mean, it's, the two, it's 2009. So, still just, better than Dragon Ball Evolution. Still better than Dragon Ball Evolution, <laughs> even though the, the, the CGI for oh, this vampire no, yeah, was rough. yeah, it was very bad. It was, it was and it was different too. So one of the things I noticed was the CGI when he was far away was really mm-hmm. different than the CG when he was like on top of Saya when they were fighting, like when they were mm-hmm. up close. It just did not look the same. Oh yeah, for sure. That was it, it was like, inconsistent. It, yeah, very inconsistent, very different. And I think that's where it's just like, oh, this is beyond the uncanny valley. I just don't like how this looks at yep. all. Yep, this is just bad. Uh, very. So while all of this is going on, General McKee, that's Alice's dad, is investigating the council. So he tells one of his guys to go steal something out of their car, which, again, I'm just like, that's dumb. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Y'all do it anyways. And I'm just like, the nerve... <laughs> Of him to like, so then they get found out that they stole something. Yep. Um, from Luke, whatever that his agent Luke, whatever. Yeah. He shows up and he's like, "We're gonna need that back." And it's funny how like the general is like, "It's evidence now." I'm like, "Do y'all not have warrants? <laughs> Do y'all not practice actual law?" Like. I'm just like, it's funny to see, like, two men argue about their jurisdiction. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, this is useless. Um, so, yeah. And long story short, Luke kills the general and his right-hand man. Yep. Um, to keep them quiet about everything. Um, he was giving them the address to Saya, though. Like, he's just telling like, okay, I'll tell you everything. You can get your answers here. I don't know, it was something along those lines. Like, he, was, he started giving an address. Um, mm-hmm. That's when he shot them. Which, yep. this, is where I was, this is why I was so confused. This character's motive was all over the place. Like, I just... Mm-hmm. Like, he's trying to clean up the fact that, like, they're on to their secret organization, where it's like, at the same time, I think it would be much easier if y'all just told the general what was going on. Yeah, I'm like, it's a government... Like, they're a government organization. You telling me you can't buy those people off? Or, like, yeah. just be like, hey, dude, you want to protect some humanity? Because there's some demons yeah. out here. It seems kind of productive to kill humans yeah. when you're trying to protect the humans. Yeah. Especially when you're complaining about working with a vampire. So, like, that, this Asian guy's motives are just all over the place for me. Mm-hmm. And also, why would you kill the lead general of the military base y'all are on? Yeah. It is going to bring more attention to you. It, it doesn't make any sense. Um, so yeah, that happened. <laughs> oh, also, sorry, this happened too. Um, there was a scene where Luke and Michael, the two agents, they meet up with some other guy. I have no idea who that man was supposed to be. I guess they're his the fault. elder That's watcher. Fault. The elder, yes. 
<laughs> and they like it's basically hinted that because of the reasons that all these vampires are around, it means that only Jin is near. Because like whenever more of them are around and they're feeding heavily, that's a sign that she's near them. Or they're near her. Yeah. So back to this. They kill the general and the other guy. Alice sees it all happen. Um what does Alice do? Alice runs. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, Alice runs and she gets one over on the agent guy and hits him upside the head. Yeah. Really good. Really, really good. Um and so that leads them like she then runs back to her father and I'm just like he's telling you to leave he should leave he's he's dying girl there's not much you can do and you're in danger and you didn't grab a gun and I just I'm ch- I know her father died I'll give her a break but I'm sorry she should have grabbed the gun um instead she grabs the address to Saya Saya's place and she that's where she goes so yeah yeah just it's a mess so yeah um she's gone she meets back she goes back to saya who who was just there though michael was just there he dropped off another package of blood for saya because saya needs blood to survive also um and alice is like yelling at saya like you they killed my father and she's like blaming saya for it but she's like, Sai's explained to her, like, I don't work for them. Mm-hmm. I just work, I work with them so I can get what I need. Yeah, like, it shows and, her as, like, ex- like um, understanding them as a tool to an end and not, like, an organization mm-hmm. that she's, like, sworn to. Um, oh, yeah. Which would have been cool instead of having all this background stuff if you would just expand it on that piece. Oh, yeah. I would have totally loved, instead of having, like, the 20 minutes of, we could have lost 20 minutes of Alice in this movie and have, like, a flashback story of how she came to work with the council. Yeah. I would have much preferred learning how the hell she met up with these guys. Just, just saying. That would have been much more interesting. Entirely. Yeah. So, yeah, that is all happening. And then, guess who shows up? Agent Luke. Of course. Because of he's course. going to. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. We're just tired of this guy at this point, guys. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Um, so yeah, he shows up. He's trying to kill Alice because Alice is seeing too much. Um, which, again, it doesn't make sense. Like, it makes sense, but if y'all were going to do this, you should have done it quietly. Yep. I'm just saying. The CIA people are terrible at their job, or the council people are terrible at their job. The the council people are terrible at acting like like CIA, which is even Mm -hmm. worse because they're supposedly been hiding this giant secret for hundreds of years. And it gets out because of a teenage girl? Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, So, yeah. And then Michael shows up. Because he goes back to check in on Saya, and he sees Luke. He talks. He thinks he talks Luke down after he pulled his gun out of him. Because again, I think this shows that Michael cares for Saya. Like he, he was even talking to her earlier about, hey, you got to think about the future. Like there's more to life than the Onijin, which I'm kind of like, dude, she's an eternal vampire. I feel mm-hmm. like she's considered that already. Oh which yeah. Which kind of sucks because all her loved ones are dead. I know, um, and we get that later too. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I said, oh, and we get we we get to feel that piece later, too. Like, it, mm-hmm. it sucks, because I actually think Saya has, like, the remnants of an entire story. They just, I don't know, I guess, like, 
they mix in so much other stuff that like Saya doesn't get to shine as much as she should. I agree. I think it would have been better to get a backstory of Saya, like yeah. a true backstory, instead of doing these flashbacks of Saya. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's what happens. And so Michael thinks he talks Luke down. Michael walks past Luke, past Luke with his back turned, which you never turn your back. Oh hell no! Do not do that. Yeah, especially when a dude is like obviously angry about something and doesn't mm-hmm. respect you or the person you're turning to face. Exactly. So then, blam, right through the chest, he kills Michael. Which, again, Luke's motives all over the place. Does not make sense. I would have preferred it turned out he was a vampire. Mm Mm-hmm. I I feel like that would have been... That would have kind of explained a lot, or, like, everything, Mm -hmm. really, on, like, why he keeps, like, sabotage... Or, like, not sabotage, but he's just Mm -hmm. not doing things, like, logically at all. And, like, as... I would say sabotage, yeah. yeah. Like, he he undermines Saya. He doesn't trust her. It's like, what's in Blade? They have, um, those, like, those humans that were for vampires. Yeah. Like, oh, crap. I can't remember the names, but it's like... I was like, he's a daywalker, but what are they called... They're like, they're, they're technically their slaves. Yeah, they're like, they're like, it's like, it, it's common in vampire lore, right? Like once, mm-hmm. once a vampire feeds on you or like you feed on them, you become theirs and like they can control you and like it's mm-hmm. that type of thing. They're like, or you follow their, you follow their everywhere yeah. and they'll turn you. And I think that like, if that was kind of a reveal that he like was working with the Onigen. I kind yeah. of would have been like, this all makes more sense now. And I'm not so confused about this man's motives. But instead, he just didn't like Saya and was going to kill Alice because she knew too much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. All right. So then that happens. Um, Saya and Alice are, so they are, where, how, I'm trying to remember now. Damn. How'd they end up in the truck? They, they just went to a truck. Yeah, they just went to the truck. Okay. And again, kind of <laughs> random. They're suddenly in a truck and they're going off somewhere. Like I don't even. I think it's because they were. I think it's because they, they were running. Because I think that there were more people there than like there were uh, more council people there that they start running from. Uh, I think gotcha. that's what it Which is. Which makes sense. Oh, yeah. And Saya kills Luke. Yes. If you guys didn't know. Well, no, okay. So. No, 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 no. Does she kill? Because I thought she just cut off his hand, his arm. I thought oh, she restrained him. So I, oh, well, well, he lost a lot of blood. Yeah, maybe. Okay, I'll take that back. Because <laughs> like, because like, she chops off his arm and then she like stops and stares at him, and it's kind of like she shows him mercy. I thought, mm. but. I mean, he probably gotcha. died from blood loss anyway. If we're being honest, <laughs> if there was ever to be a sequel, then I'm sure he would have survived. Um, but I'm assuming that he's dead, dead. Um, so yeah, and the whole thing is that like this is a scene that shows that Sai chose to save him, save sorry, not him, save Alice. Yeah. Over the camp, choosing the side of the council, especially since he killed Michael in front of her, yep. so she didn't have a reason to follow the council. Exactly. Anymore. There's no point. Like, obviously, like, she never had much faith in them anyway, and the only person that she's shown to even have, like, kind of a bond to is now dead. And Mm y'all killed him. So, y'all are on her shit list. Yep. So, 
They Now, this is why they end up in the truck. So before all this happened, Michael told Saya where they could find the Onijin, and they find out that, that, that she's somewhere in the mountains. So that's where they're heading in the truck. Yep. So they're in, in their pursuit. They run off the side of the road because they're attacked by another demon, and they fall into this ravine. Also, there are so demons is, everywhere if the club scene, if yeah. we didn't make it explicitly clear with the club scene. It's like, the demons are rampant. Yeah, like this entire town in Tokyo is filled with demons. Or not Tokyo, in Japan, is filled with mm-hmm. demons. Which is, like, again, one of the things about the movie is that, like, I I kind of like at the end is that you don't know who's a demon. Yeah, because they're everywhere. Because they're everywhere. But, um, sorry, I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. They're in the funniest line that Alice delivers in the truck. Where Sai is like telling her like, you can go away now. You you should be safe. Alice is like, no, this is our battle. And I, I died. I laughed so hard. Mm-hmm. Like Alice, this is not your battle. <laughs> yep. Like, this is our like, war now. What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you going to do, Alice? Tell me. Not a damn. Not a damn thing. What do you She's bring to the table? She is a four hundred year old vampire or half vampire fighting probably thousands of year old vampires. What are you gonna do, Alice? Your hippie shake. Who's about- <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a good. One. Oh, that's a good one. Good bring. Good job bringing that one back. <laughs> oh. But the fact that they're going to go fight the queen of demons and vampires. Yeah. Is another thing. It's like you're about to go fight the queen of demons and vampires, someone who is more powerful than Saya. Yeah. And you say this is our fight. I'm like, okay, with your gumption and your can do attitude, maybe. Um, so, yeah. And the, so, like, this is another scene. I feel like this fight scene was kind of dragged out. Like, yeah. Considering, like, the next scene that happened, I feel like this made it anticlimactic because this is a scene with the demon and them falling in the ravine. It kind of felt like it went on for a while. Yes. I would completely agree there. Yeah. And there's a, it was a lot. It was just like, she kicked the sword up again. Alice was unconscious in the car. She saved Alice. She grabbed the sword. She, she threw the sword. I was concerned she lost the sword. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, I thought for sure she lost it. Yeah. Yeah. Just very concerned. I was so concerned. Oh, shit. Okay, after, sorry, I just realized we forgot another part. It happens, because size flashbacks are take place in random places. They do. Um, so, all you guys need to know, there's a fight in a ravine. It's pretty good, but it, it just feels like it's dragged out yeah. without a reason. Um, so, before all that happened, there was a flashback scene where we finally get the background on Saya. Yep. Where we're told of like how she grew up in a village that she never knew her mother, that she like she never. I'm assuming she never met her father, so, or she like, knew him briefly. Yeah. So I was confused because I thought Kato was her father, maybe. Like I didn't mm. think he was at first, but then there's yeah. a comment she makes to Alice when like this scene is done, where I think he is. Well. Kato's actually her father's most loyal. Oh, okay, there we go. So what happened? So that little bit of dialogue that was at the beginning of the movie—that's telling the story of the Onijin and Sai's father. Sai's father was slaying the vampires, and that is his sword. And this is how you know Kate didn't pay attention to the opening credits. No, no, this is okay <laughs> because it is just something that you can quickly glaze over. Trust me. Um, <laughs> 
But yeah, so that opening credits, like, they kind of explained, but you wouldn't know that. You wouldn't make the connection that that was him yeah. without the sword and without knowing that that's when, when Kato says, your father's sword. Yeah. When, that's when it, like, clicks. Because here's the effed up part when you realize it is that, like, the Onijin, like, tricked Saya's father mm-hmm. and had the baby. Yep. And then killed him? Yep. Like some kind of praying mantis lady? That was weird. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just really confused on the romance there, where I was like, I would have liked a flashback of this. Yeah. Like, explaining how they met and how this worked out, because he was a vampire slayer and she tricked him, or what came first, the vampire slaying after she broke yeah. his heart? Yeah, so not to bring this oh. all back to Buffy again, but I feel like it was <laughs> one of those things where she was like, you know, got him to fall in love with her, then completely changed for her own devices, and like, they, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> No, no, you're right. That is Buffy. This is pretty much Buffy. Or it is the first Buffy. Um, Yeah. So that all happens. That's where it gets a little confusing. Don't think too hard on it. Sai's mother is the only Jin, and her father was a vampire slayer. Samurai. Um, And so we get the background side. Like, she's like, I lived a normal life. I was raised in a loving village. I had friends. And, like, you see, like, she also had love yeah. at one and point, And she was too. happy. She had, like, mm-hmm. she was a well-adjusted child. Very, very well-adjusted. Until she turned 16. And I guess vampire hormones kicked in. And she accidentally yeah. killed the man she yeah. loved. Yeah, see, like, I wish that we had gotten this entire piece. Mm-hmm. Like... As actually a told story and not just a flashback, just yeah, like just because I'm like this is so much and it helps you understand. Oh yeah, um, it just I didn't like that it came so much later. I yeah. mean, I get it it's because she's telling it to Alice, but I don't think there would have been a harm in having this whole sequence play after those opening credits. Yeah, like, if they had just, like, built up the, um... Like, as, like, like a, like a, uh, prologue. There we go, that's the name. As a prologue to the movie, so you understand where she's situated. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, we have all that background knowledge on her now, and then, so, um, Kato, her caretaker... Uh, I'm just going to call her her godfather at this point, basically. He discovers what's happened, and then he, in her accidentally killing um, her boyfriend, fiancé, whatever. Her love. um, Her love. There. That's a better word. Um, Her love. The demons have found them. Um, And so, little, if you guys haven't known, like, Sai has been training her whole entire life with Kato mm-hmm. to just like be this badass assassin to like be what she's become yeah. now so and also like she... I do want to point out too like not just fight but like he mm-hmm. Kato he's the real MVP you know why not only did he teach mm-hmm. her how to be a vampire slayer but he taught her that she had a soul and she meant something and she mm-hmm. was not one of them and he made her feel worthy Exactly. And I agree. Like, he constantly reassured her that she's human, Mm -hmm. that she's not a monster, which I think, like, when you find out that your mother was a vampire demon queen, that is very easy. (laughs) It's the natural progression of events to assume you also do not have a soul. Exactly. But then it's like, no, you have your father's soul. Like, and like, he's constantly reassuring her and he gave her love and a home when she didn't truly have like when she didn't have a mother 
for a father anymore. Mm-hmm. He was he was that family for her. So Kato really means a lot to her. So Kato, it's like two times he has to tell her to run. Yeah. And not follow him. And it's like, in it, the second point, he has to point the sword at her because he's like, I, I'd rather kill you than let them get you. Exactly. And, uh, which I think is beautiful um, in a very terrifying way, but it's because he does not want her to fall into the Onijin's Yeah, because it's also, it's like so, one of those things where it's either like what the Onijin can do is worse mm-hmm. than death for Saya because it will remove oh, sure. everything that Saya is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So then now Saya finally listens, kind of, and she runs the opposite way and she goes and hides to get away from the village and to just go on her own now. And he basically did not want her to awaken yet. Yeah. So basically, like, he just kind of says, like, you're not ready yet. You're, you're, what's inside you isn't ready to awaken yet. Um, which is kind of foreshadowing about her supernatural power. Yeah. Um, so now we see, like, one of the best scenes I've seen so far in these adaptations. And I, Kato, again, is the real MVP. Mm-hmm. Like, he is killing demon ninjas by himself. Kato is not a young man. Yep. He is an- He's a seasoned mm-hmm. man. He has a He's lot a of experience opener. under oh his he looks belt. Old. <laughs> yep, but he looks like, and the thing is, like, he looks like a very old man um, when you see him. But he's moving around. He's mm-hmm. fast. He's getting like he's killing everyone. And like while they're getting hits in, like one stabbed him through the foot. One of these damn things are moving through the grass like a shark, <laughs> and he kills them. Yep. It's just and then he, and then oh like and then I was like the thing and I so this is how I know that it was probably because um Sai the Saya's actress had to use probably more stuntmen than he did because there wasn't as many mm-hmm. cuts in this fight. Um and mm-hmm. you know nothing on her like not everybody can like get 40 hours of training in a day or in in a week or whatever Um, but like um the the cool thing and like probably my favorite piece out of that entire was where he gets stabbed and he he just like after he gets stabbed he just wraps his um whatever the top part i i know i think it's all called a gi i don't know if that's gi but his his over coat type thing um and he just wraps it around his waist like a tourniquet Mm -hmm. and keeps going yep so then i just looked at the guy who plays kato his name is yasuaki kurana um and it looks like he's got a lot of credits and a bunch of movies like he was in fist of legend with jet lee legend of the fist heroes of the east like he's been doing this stuff for a while blood fight yeah Mm that's nice yeah he's he he does have a lot of years under his belt (laughs) yeah so i would i would say it's safe to assume this man has been doing this for quite some time and like to your point i don't think he had a stunt double so kato is like my favorite from the movie thus far (laughs) next to saya um but yeah so i just thought that was interesting (laughs) um and yeah he's like trained in karate judo aikido um and he's wow nationally ranked that is damn we salute you damn 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 we salute you kato yep so yeah back to the fight so um yeah he when that scene where he ties his like ties it around his stomach to stop the bleeding so he can fight even harder 
And he still is taking down a significant number of the demon ninjas, which I don't know what else to call them besides demon, demon ninjas. Demon they're ninjas, demon ninjas. Guys. They're dressed like demon ninjas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're demons, because who else can move through the ground exactly. like a shark? Like a damn knife shark. Which, which surprisingly, <laughs> when we were live tweeting, they had a gift for that. Uh, uh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. Um, so yeah, it, this this scene was really great. Um, so eventually, Saya hears him, or she just senses something isn't right. So she turns back around. She's running as far as she can. Now, this was kind of hard to watch, because it was like, this is where it gets really gruesome, like as far as like emotionally, um, where they start like stabbing Kato. Like yeah. they've gotten the chain. I don't know what it's called, y'all. I'm not that accurate, but like the chain swords are like dug into, like grappling hooks are through his shoulders, through his legs, wrapped around his arms and legs, and they've now hoisted him up into the air. And they're about to stab him. Yep. And the like, scene is like, intense. Like, hella intense. Just very, very intense. And man, Saya comes in like fucking fury and just lays all of them out. And, like, her goal, of course, is to save Kato at this point. Um, but Kato, not thinking of himself anymore, he's just thinking about protecting her and only protecting her. He, like, uses, like, the last of his strengths to hold back what seems to be the leader of the demon yep. ninjas. At least I'm assuming yeah, he's the leader at least of the demon de- ninjas. Yeah, like, the, the, I don't know, I guess, like, the highest ranking officer in the demon ninja club. Uh, something. Yeah. He, he, he stood apart from them. He stood apart from them, and I also assumed he was the Onijin's right-hand man, because earlier in the movie, you see the Onijin pop up, um, and there's somebody right next to her. So I just assumed that was, like, maybe uh, back then, the right-hand yeah, person. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to what he looked like. Well, but see, that, here's the that thing. would make okay. sense. And here's the thing, that that's why I thought this. Um, so the finishing move that Sai does on him, she runs up the tree, wraps her legs it's around so the tree, slides down backwards, and pierces his eye. So oh, that leaves a scar. Okay. Yeah. It's connected. Which leaves us, which leaves a scar, which leads us back to that demon fight that they had in the ravine on the truck. That demon didn't have an eye. Yeah. Okay. There we. Okay, it's connected. Yeah, so that's at least my theory. Because okay. they made sure to let us see that the demon didn't have an eye. I could buy that theory. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we still don't know what happened to the coach. Collins I, or whatever. I don't. I don't he died. I'm pretty I, sure he died. I'm hoping so. <laughs> I don't know. It gets confusing trying to keep up all these demons. There's so um, many of them. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So many. Um. So yeah. Now, Kato's dying. Is like heartbroken. She's been through too much. Yeah, I, I just want to give her a hug at mm-hmm. this point. But he uses his dying breath to reassure her that she that there's good in her and that she's gonna be be okay. Oh, and that by this time also she's like activated her yeah. powers and she this is when like time stops moving forward mm-hmm. for her. Like it's just she stops aging. Yeah, this is it. Um, like this is it. Yeah. It's it, it's a really beautiful moment between the two, and I think it's really well done, and I think it really drives home the point that, like, her father was dead, but her father was very much still alive in him. 
Like, that mm-hmm. was pretty much her dad for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like, that's her father figure and that's her yeah. family. And I think because she didn't have that connection with anybody else, like, it means something, which is why it also means why she was so hurt when Michael died. Yeah, too. because it was like, like, it was, it was like happening all over again almost because he's. Mm-hmm. He was the next person that was looking out for her. Exactly. Like, someone who genuinely cared about yeah. her and her safety and her well-being. Um, so, yeah, now you guys are all caught up on Sai's history. And now we are brought to, like, after... Now I'm, like, ending up the, di- the demon fight. The truck crashes. But then her and Alice wake up in this foggy place. This is where y'all gets kind of weird. I'm just going to say it. The, the last ten minutes of this movie kind of get kind of weird. Yeah. They wake up in a foggy place. Alice wakes up and she's just like, this isn't real. This isn't really happening. And I'm just like, Alice, how are you so observant? I don't know because I, I just, I'm tired of Alice, guys. <laughs> she should have been gone like, so long ago. Should have been. But yeah, so they've been transported to like back to Sai's home village. Um, and Saya walks into a building, she sees a little child from her childhood, and she's like, you're alive! And then she, like, she's, she's pretty, she's, like, happy and everything, and, like, pretty sure it's the same person, and then, like, Alice realizes, realizes like, no, this isn't real, Saya! And then, sadly, Saya turns around, and the Onijin is there. Onijin touches the little child's head, and it dusts away, which is traumatic, I'm sure, for Saya, for yes. sure. Yes. Um, Entirely, because she's like, and so I actually, so this is another reason why, like, I think that there was actually a really good movie about Saya underneath all of this, because, like, Mm -hmm. they could have had him be, like, him, his adult self that, you know, she was obviously Mm -hmm. probably physical with, you know, but they had him as his child self because, like, it was, it was innocent. Right? Like, it was just like, oh my god, I didn't mm-hmm. do this to you. And it was him at the moment that she, like, built that connection. And I, it was, ugh, I wanted so much more Saya. I would have watched the entire just origin movie of her coming into her power. I, I want that. I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, if they want to make remake it again, they can just do that and take out all the 1970 mm-hmm. crap. Um... So yeah, now we get to there, Sai realizes this is the only Jin, the person she's been like waiting her whole entire life to kill. Um, and the only Jin reveals to her, like tells her, come with me, like reveals to her, like starts taunting her and like, you know, big reveal shocker that she's her mother, which I don't think was that shocking to anybody. Because um, I feel like Sai knew, but I wasn't sure if she knew. Ah, uh, I mean... I think, but I don't know. No, I, I think she knew. I'm pretty sure she knew. Uh, yeah, that's. A, I'll go with that. She knew at least. Maybe she just like denied. That she wanted to deny the fact that she was her mother because then she that would have to be admitting that she was going to be like her mother. Yeah. Oh yeah, entirely. So would, um. So yeah that happened and then like the fight between them and this is why I feel like all the I feel like that last fight with the demon made this fight seem very anticlimactic yeah I think it did I think it really really did 
Okay, yeah. Then and it was also just really like, short. Like, this is something that should have mm-hmm. been longer and more sustained mm-hmm. and had more of that impact. Um, so, yeah. No, I, I I definitely think this this does not get the attention that it needed. Oh, yeah, and I agree. Because it's like, this is the fight you've been training your whole life for. This is like your moment of revenge. And you just, it, it just felt like it didn't get the service that it deserved to me. Um... So, yeah, and it's very, it's like, the only gen is kicking size ass. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> to the point where, like, she's, like, on the edge of dying. Um, and guess who says the day? Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Alice. Yeah. She stabs the only gen Which, in the back how? with a pitchfork. Why? How did that happen? How did a human girl... Who has been walking around Who in these sucks at kendo. platforms? Who sucks at kendo? Managed to sneak up on the Onijin, the queen of the vampire demons, mm-hmm. and stab her in the back. And this is where I'm just gonna claim white savior. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna say it. They they gave her a little bit of white savior because they wanted to give her a little bit of a purpose. And it's it's nothing against the actress. I just really don't yeah. care for when these tropes like, happen. Yeah, like, and, and it, honestly, it didn't have to happen. It happened because they chose to put her in the movie to begin with, and they needed to justify her mm-hmm. being there that long. Because it also affects mm-hmm. how the movie ends, and, you know, we can talk about when we get to that point. So we're about to get there. So then this opening gives Saya the opportunity to kill the Onigen, like, to at least tackle her down and like this is the moment where the OG is like yes kill me become me and then Saya still kills her and I'm kind of like the to- it's it's one of those things where she's like obviously she said that yeah. to mess with her head um but then in my mind it's just like well yeah she has to kill you we yeah. can't let you be running <laughs> um but it's like I think that's to, goes to show that that's Saya's internal struggle she's she probably fears turning into her mother yeah. one day Entirely. Um, And I think that's mm -hmm. why there are so many, or not so many, but, like, why there are flashbacks and stuff, because it kind of shows you what tethers Saya to us, like, to our side and not the demon Mm -hmm. inside her. Oh, for sure. I think, like, all of her memories are connected to human interaction in her previous life. And it means something because, like, her first friend, her first love, her family, like, these are bonds she built and that she still treasures, and she hasn't mm-hmm. abandoned. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 400 yeah. years. Like, because, like, it's one yeah. of those things. It's, like, they're very, it's very aware that these are gone and that's a part of her tragedy but like she carries them with her and i i you know i think and this mm-hmm. may be <laughs> this is this may be one of those moments where somebody is sitting there listening to us and saying it ain't that deep but maybe it is True. and maybe like her stopping the aging process and coming to her powers is her also like holding on to that last bit of being human and she won't ever age mm. and so she will keep all those memories with her like she's never going to outgrow those memories and those people are always going to tie her to that human side which is what she was before her powers activated I like that I accept that in canon <laughs> all opposed shut your mouth <laughs> all in favor say I <laughs> Uh, motion <laughs> anyway. Oh, but yeah, I'm sure our new listeners are loving oh, us so yeah. far. Um, <laughs> anyways, 
Um, yeah, so we get to this point, Sai kills her, and there's just, like, a big poof. Yeah. Like, there's a big poof, and Alice wakes up on the ground, and we see the truck that's at the bottom now that fell. So it looks like to the, like... To the people who aren't, who haven't seen everything, it looks like Alice was driving the truck and there was an accident. Because they kind of put, like, out earlier that Alice was deranged. Yeah, that she was wanted for, like, um, the murder of her, her parent, or her, her dad and that other person. She was, like, it sounded mm-hmm. like they were trying to say she was the prime suspect without actually saying it. Yeah, they, they're trying to say that she's a suspect and then that she's a danger to herself yeah. and everything. Um, so, yeah, that happens. And so... We then just flash forward to, we don't know how much time has passed, but Alice is now being interviewed by what we can only assume are the military yes. police. Um, and they're asking questions about, like, so you, you're you going to tell us what happened? And she, <laughs> she's been trying to tell the truth, but she still hasn't learned how to lie. And she should have because uh, you don't know who's a vampire demon. Yep. And I say that because the man who is behind her looks shifty. And I don't trust him. So Alice definitely died in the end credits. Because mm-hmm. she just could not shut up. Like, if you haven't learned by now that you can't tell the truth to protect yourself, mm-hmm. you're exactly. dead. So, yeah. So, um... They then ask her, like, she then tells everyone about Saya, like, she tells all the secrets and everything, which I'm just like, I'm pretty sure Saya wouldn't want you telling her business, but that's okay, cool. Um, they tell her about Saya, and, no, she tells them about Saya, because they ask, like, well, yeah, she turned out not to be real, um, no one even remembers her, or, like, she, her identity and everything was fake, so, uh, Alice answers, and she's like, like, where is Saya? And the, she answers, like, searching for a way back from the other side of the looking glass. Mm-hmm. End credit, credits. And it was, so this ending, <laughs> this ending really, one, do we need another Alice in Wonderland reference? Um, no. Two, why was this ending not Saya? <laughs> Like, like, it, like, it is an it, Alice story. It, and I'm just like, come on now. Yeah, it pretty much is. And it's kind of like, we see the ancient village again. So I guess, like, in my brain, I'm like, Alice, how do you know yeah. any of this? Saya didn't tell you nothing. And, like, how would Saya even go back in time? Like, I'm confused. So, like, in my brain, I'm just like, what does she mean the other side of the looking glass? Like, she's looking for a way back. And I'm just, I'm really trying to make sense of these. I'm like, does Saya have, nat- like, supernatural, paranormal powers that can allow her to create a parallel mm-hmm. universe? Because th- I'm going to connect this to the Blood Plus <laughs> universe, and I'm just going to say, is that why Blood Plus exists? Saya created an alternate universe that she could go to and have a family and be a teenage girl? I like that fan theory. <laughs> That's the only theory I've got. Okay. It's, it's all I've got. It doesn't make any sense. I'm just, <laughs> I'm rambling. I was exhausted with this movie being about it was. Alice. It just, it didn't have to be yeah. so much about. And her. I think so. Like it looks like <sighs> looking at the people who made the movie, it looks like everybody involved. Let me just double check on the the director request quick. Uh. Just double checking the 
the dude. So yeah, so I think the dir- yeah the director is a white dude. Um, but everybody uh-huh. else involved is it looks Asian, like the writers and the producers and everything. Um, and I think that it was just it, I think it was one of those things where like they couldn't do blood the last vampire blood the last vampire style with just Sai as a main character because i think this is still the time mm-hmm. where it's kind of like we have to take these asian stories and adapt them to make them more like mm-hmm. we still like you can't like thankfully they did not make saya not asian <laughs> um uh, ooh, <laughs> um but um mm. I think that it's still very much at a time, like, even if you look at, like, all the Jet Li movies that came out in the late 90s, early 2000s, like, when they're made and for the U.S., he's still not, like, the lead lead. He's a lead with with an American, right? So, like, I think when they they did this movie, they adapted it in a way where they had to maybe – or thought that they had to have – Alice on there as much as her in order to get them to – I don't know, maybe go see it and that type of stuff. That's the only, like, that, that's still in that type of thing. And that's the only justification I can find for Alice. Or, like, in their head, because I don't think it's a real justification. I, yeah, I would agree. I mean, because, like, from what I remember from the original anime, the, and the original anime is just 45 minutes yeah. long. Like, it's not, like, a true, it's not exactly, like, a, a true feature-length film. Yeah. But it, like, it's enough to give you. Is this? It, I would say they borrow a yes. lot from it, as far as like the whole plot of like, oh, it's set in the like nineteen sixty seventy ish, and there's like this. You see her hunting vampires, and you know that she's like a vamp. You know that she's also half vampire. So like, there's like things that they borrowed from it, but I feel like they would not have made it exactly like the anime yeah. movie because they wanted to. I guess hold the audience's yeah. hands because I think which, it's which it, it's no 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 I, I think you're right in that in holding her I think they just don't trust the audience to be able to understand a story mm-hmm. that isn't theirs. I yeah no and I, I think that's yeah that's pretty much it and it's kind of frustrating because like the anime alone from what i remember i think it's enough to make a movie off of but if you want to like really dive into the mythos of like the vampires and her backstory and everything i guess that's why they felt it was necessary to have alice there yeah to just like to serve that purpose yeah definitely yeah i mean and i think that's why she's so clueless and i think definitely that's why she's american and everything and i actually the movie isn't that long Mm -hmm. so if you think about it like if they because i i don't actually think i've watched the 45 minute anime um so like what it may be is that like just this extra alex alice stuff is like the added in stuff because it's only like an hour 30 minutes like a little bit less um like it's not a long movie at all um but no i mean like yeah oh i'm confused in my head about this like (sighs) yeah i'm not gonna blame you i just think that last line about like she's looking yeah through the looking glass i'm just like this really doesn't doesn't make any sense because are we implying that size and time travel or are we implying that Saya has found peace and that uh, she is dead? I, I agree with your I first assessment know. that she has opened up a pocket dimension and this is how the other blood series are happening. 
I think we can safely assume that because I just don't like the idea of us not knowing what happened to Saya. Like, I would have been completely fine if that's what Alice does not know what happened to Saya. Like, you know, like how Bla- in the Blade yeah. movies they would just be like, oh, oh yeah. Gone. Or like, she could have even been like, who's Saya? What do you mean? Like, she could have just played dumb. Mm-hmm. But no, we had to get exactly. a, we had to get exactly. an Alice in Wonderland reference. Because that was entirely oh, God, necessary. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, again, I would rather have ended on Saya, like, wandering or, like, finally happy, finally yeah. at peace. Like, I would have liked us ending on her smiling oh, yeah. again in the movie. Or, like, I, I mean, or you don't have no. to smile. Like, I mean, you don't have to smile. It's just, like, something to see that she's at peace or to see that she's continuing the fight. Just what, yeah, sure one of those two things. Because, like, her peace... Sorry, hold on. My chair's creaking. Her piece can be anything. Just showing her, like, that actress mm-hmm. is really good at saying stuff without saying stuff. They could have just shown her in some sort of, um, uh, like, calmness. Whether it was fighting mm-hmm. or just sitting down, maybe actually going to school. I, I don't know. Just doing something that isn't through the looking glass and then no Saya at all. Like, I just don't understand how you don't end your thing. Yeah. With the main character. It just seems wasteful. Yeah. Agreed. So, that leads us to... Oh, wait, first. Sorry. Let's say something nice. Yes. Uh, Saya. All Saya. The, like, Saya. one of the first... Uh, so, after she kills the guy on the train, we get a picture of her talk Or, an um, image of her talking with Michael where she's wearing this baggy shirt and, like, baggy black pants. And her braids are mm-hmm. just kind of, like, hanging there. And she's standing... Like, she's standing exactly like an anime character where, like, their back is a little back and their arms are... I can't really explain it, but it's just so relaxed and, like, mm-hmm. effortless and cool looking. She just looks great. And I want my long hair back so I can rock those braids because they were great and they looked great in fighting oh my God, do like it. she was perfect like sh- her look everything i 100 on saya yes Saya. oh and yes kato yeah me. kato uh, yeah i figured yeah, yeah it was pretty <laughs> too, but yeah absolutely love them love their bond love that she was shown to be happy at one point um she i would just love to have more of that backstory yeah. Instead of having so much unnecessary story yeah. plot. Um, but yeah, yeah, love them too. Top favorite things. And the fight scene Ooh, in the rain. Oh yeah, because you always gotta... I, I love fight scenes in the rain. Fight scenes in the rain or... Mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember if it's... It might be The Protector. Um, it's it's a, it's a Tony Jaa movie where he's fighting this capoeira, this guy who practices capoeira, and they're in... Like mm-hmm. the sprinklers are happening or something. But as that's happening, like the water starts to pool. So they're fighting in like three inches of water. And like have rain coming down. I just love water fights. Give me more of them, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree completely. Um. So yeah, that ha- that's the stuff that we like. So what did we hate? Uh, weird subplot Alice. things. A subplot. Alice. Um, the racist vampires. Yeah, racist vampires, of course. Um. Um. I mean, I get, I, I will say I appreciate the fact that they didn't try to sugarcoat the blatant yeah. racism that was probably taking place. 
Um, so I'll say that maybe it served a purpose because it yeah, wasn't because that is coding. what she probably what you would have been at like in there like they yeah. Um, but I do think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think overall, I, I honestly, you know what? Just stuff that doesn't have to do immediately with Saya's story. Agreed. That doesn't contribute to the exactly. overall plot. I did not care for it. That just, I did not like that it felt like Saya was sharing yeah. the movie. Yeah. With Alice. Entirely. Alice felt, Alice felt like too much of a main character. Yeah. To like when this was not about you, you involved yourself in it. <laughs> exactly, but this was never about you. Um. So yeah, that yeah, that's uh, where I'm at. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at too. So, um. So we've said what we've liked. We've said what we've hated. Now we ask, did they have to? Uh, I don't think they had to. I, this wasn't good enough for me to say they had to. It could have been better. <laughs> and I think we've said throughout this recording why it could have been better. Um, granted, we're looking at this with 2018. Yeah, this is this is very true. That is a really good. That, that's a really good thing to bring up. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like in our current like entertainment climate, I guess I'll call it. It's just that like asking for a movie with two female leads where their sex isn't being sold. Um, and, like, we have a main female character who is capable and powerful and yeah. a badass. I, I, I would say in 2009, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's just, like, because they really watered down the attention on her, I feel like, why yeah. would you even bother? No, I, yeah, I think you're right. Like, I, Yeah, because yeah. I definitely do, like I said earlier, like, I applaud that they didn't try to fetishize her, and they kept, they kept mm-hmm. that out of it, which, like, which, for vampires, too, like, actually, that was actually one of the interesting things, and I think this is more a credit to the anime than anything, but, like, treating vampires, mm-hmm. like, and not linking them distinctly to sex, just having them be these bad creatures is mm-hmm. really different for the vampire genre. Um, I yeah. agree. I agree because that's just something that's complete. That's always rooted in from most. Oh like yeah, from since movie. the very it's beginning. Yeah. Um. So mm-hmm. I, I think you're right. I, I mean, I think for us now, like you said, with 2018 eyes, it's kind of like it's it's expected that you should be able to do that. But I guess too, like even saying that, like how many things in 2018 actually do do that? Like we still end up with some crappy. Yeah you know subplots on romance and sex or like needless like oh like they could have done like a needless hey Saya here you are getting naked and changed into your schoolgirl outfit type thing like because that happens Mm -hmm. all the times in movies even when women are like the lead characters and stuff um so I I still don't think they had to but they did that really well but also like another thing with 2018 eyes CG just so bad on that demon guy. It was so it was bad. bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm torn with it, like just because like they watered down the focus yeah. on her. Um, with like if you were going to do it, you should have just like done a hundred percent focus on her. Like you didn't need a character mm-hmm. like Alice 
So, like, that's that's why I would say they did not have to. If they're going to do it, do it with the main focus on Saya. However, with it being 2009, I yeah. know why they did it, why they threw Alice in there, and that sucks because y'all still don't feel like people of color can mm-hmm. lead a movie by themselves without having an American white actor exactly. along for the ride. It just... Yeah, it's like to use an example of Black Panther. She's the agent Ross. No, sorry, what's his name? Yeah, it's Ross. Nah. Is it Ross? I think it's Ross. Man, Martin Freeman. (laughs) Martin Freeman, what are you that isn't Bilbo Bilbo Baggins? I'm, I'm, I'm like one hundred percent sure it's Ross, but yeah, Ross, Everett Ross. There we go. Yay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. She's like Everett Ross to Black Panther in this movie. Yeah. Messiah. And I mean, nothing against him and Black Panther. I'm just saying they they threw him in there at the end to yeah. play a role. Well, so like and two. I, like, sorry, I'll let you finish. I don't want to do that. Sorry. No, no, no. I was gonna say in in I, in Ross's defense, he is really not capable and isn't pretending to be in any way. He kind of accepts that like True. he is not here for anything. Please tell me what to do because I'm I can bring nothing to the table mm-hmm. here. <laughs> Which true, and I accept, and I accept that, and I and I'm not putting down like I was not putting down Brian Coogler's work or anything. Like there was a reason for him to be there because he needs to go back to the CIA and say like, hey, we need to work with Wakanda. Mm-hmm. So, like, he serves a purpose. He serves a greater purpose than than Alice. Um, but, yeah, he is still just yeah, kind of there in I'm a just, movie that isn't. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Try- I'm sure there's a better example I'm trying to think of where you know, like, there's a character in a movie and they serve Matt Damon yeah, in the wall. That's what you're that thinking of. Thinking. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen it. But sorry, so scratch that about Black Panther and Everett Ross. They're cool. They're fine. Matt Damon and being in the Great Wall of China movie not necessary. Not necessary at all. They could have made that movie without him. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about this. It's just like, if you're going to make it, make yes. it about her. Like, Alice Alice could have still existed in this movie. They just did not have to put Alice in this movie as yeah. much. Oh, yeah. The, so that's the difference. Yeah. If they should have made her like Ross and not like Matt David in The Wall. Yes. Yep. There it is. That is what we're looking for. Thank you, Kate. This is why you're <laughs> such a good co-host. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so now without further ado, our mm. review. Uh, oh, if you guys are new to the show, so oh, yeah, right. drinks, it's not to say we actually drink that much. It is just to say that, you know, sometimes it's even easier to watch these movies if you have a stiff yep. drink. So, for example, a Zero, which is our bleach, and uh, I think Kenshin was Kenshin a Zero as well? Mm-hmm. Oh, was what? Yeah. So our uh, the movie Mm -hmm. we don't need any any alcohol to watch is Bleach right now, and the one that we need ten full drinks to watch is again is uh, Dragon Mm -hmm. Ball Evolution. Uh, I would say this is probably Mm -hmm. maybe like I I think I gave Full Metal Alchemist a four. Um, uh, I'm gonna give it like a five. No, 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 that seems too high. Like a four. I'm gonna give it a four. I need four drinks. I'm gonna give it a four. Okay. Yeah. So, four glasses of wine <laughs> in a shot. <laughs> oh, that's I good. Um, 
No, but I agree. It's not terrible. We're, I mean, the plot yeah. needs work. Um, but I think where it wins us over are the fight scenes and the moments where we focus yeah. on Saya more. Like, that's really where... Like, I appreciate the fact that a movie like this was made and that they did not yes. whitewash Saya. Like, because they could have. And that would have pissed me off. Like, you can't tell me that they wouldn't have called mm-hmm. Angel and Jolie. Or, like, and very easily... And I'm sorry, I forgive me. I don't know if Angela Jolie is mixed. I'm just saying... <laughs> It's like we were just talking about this earlier, how Catherine Zeta-Jones <sighs> but she's not. Oh, she's and that's not, not even like, it. She's been in so many movies playing Let the Next People. <sighs> exactly. So, but it's because she yeah. can, like, pass. So I would just say, like, it's an, I, I, get, I don't know what Angela Jolie is, if she is mixed with Asian descent or anything. I'm just saying, in 2009, you can't tell me that somebody didn't think to get Angelina Jolie to yeah. play this role. Or that a director mm-hmm. wouldn't have <laughs> Or a young it. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> oh my god, no. Jesus Christ. Oh. oh my god. She was jumped all over that. She's like, oh yeah, I can grow. I can put on this black wig and tie my hair up in ponytails. And... Jesus Christ, no. Oh my god. No, 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 no. Oh, on that um, note. Yeah, on that note, that is the end of our show, I think. Oh, before we go, let's see if there's anything to announce. So, oh, yeah, Lizzie. You did such a great job of recruiting people to watch a movie me and Kate are going to hate with every ounce of our beings. And you are number one. Yep, and you better be there live (laughs) tweeting with us or I will find you. Oh, yeah. Oh, all of you people better show up for this live, live tweet. I'm so serious. <laughs> it's not a threat. It's a very strong invitation. It's a very um, assertive invitation to join us in our community yes. and live tweet with us. Yeah, we'll be putting out the date for that soon. Um, I have the drink that'll be featured. So if anyone, if you are of age, if you are of age to drink, and if you're comfortable with drinking, or if you know you should not be drinking, do not drink. <laughs> but if you are of age to drink, and you feel comfortable with drinking, you may participate in the featured drink. We are not held responsible for anyone who drinks unsupervised. <laughs> be smart. Or underage. Be smart. Follow the laws. Be smart. Should we just say yeah, drink yeah, yeah, yeah. So drink responsibly. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. We're clear. We're clear. We're, we're safe. Um, you're not suing us. You don't have any money. Very uh, much so. Um, but yeah, yeah. So we don't. We'll have the dates out for that soon. Um, and yeah, so you guys keep your eyes out for that. We're gonna be calling it hashtag. Yeah. That's in OT. Um, excited and also dreading watching it, but excited to like watch it along with you guys and of course with Kate. Um, let's see. Was there anything else we need to announce? No, I mean other than like spread spread us. Spread yes. us everywhere. We have an iTunes now because uh, mm-hmm. Misha has slayed the iTunes dragon, and we are now on iTunes. So, like, share that with your friends. Download it on their phone. You know, just take their phone. Be like, hey, I got to make a phone call. But instead, really just download our podcast and then have them yes, listen please. to us. Yes, please. I mean, like, 
I think we need to put on a pretty good show. Oh, yeah. For the most part, where we're not ranting about bad anime wigs and we're not hey, talking about the characters. Guess what? We didn't shit on Goku this episode. Oh, my shit. Oh, damn. Look at us. Gross. <laughs> that is gross. There's still a few more seconds left in this show, though. So. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but, yeah. So, without further ado... You can find... Oh, sorry. (laughs) We gotta do our exits! And then the Dragon Ball Z exit. Exit, sorry. You go ahead. You do it. You do your exit. Come find us at D... Oh, I had it in my head. D... D D-Y-H-T underscore pod. Did you have to pod? Um, Mm -hmm. On Twitter, and you can find me at Oh My Mithrandir. And you can find me at L-A underscore N-A-Y underscore S-H-A. That is Lanisha. It's how you pronounce my name. And yeah. Yeah, and now so, now you can do the Dragon Ball Z exit. Yay! So, will we shit on Goku? Probably. <laughs> um, will we scream in agony from watching Death Knot? Will you guys show up and tweet with us? Will we be hung over from watching Death Knot? Find out next time on Did You Have To? Bye. Bye.